0: The athletic. Hello, I'm Adam Hurry, and what you're about to hear is pure cliches. A few minutes that we think perfectly encapsulate the essence of our podcast. So, whether you've been on the cliches bandwagon for the entire three years, or look at us and think, what more could there possibly be to say on a football podcast in 2023, for God's sake? We hope you enjoy our wholehearted attempt at defining exactly what makes a stadium into a cauldron, and our suggestions to the makers of FIFA for some more mundane situations to add to their animation library. Messing with your mind even further, Oscar asks another hugely important question, Vish. He says, what qualities give a stadium cauldron status?
1: So I thought about this, and I think it's it's the structure of the of the stadium itself. So for example, maybe well, the structure and also the style of play. So I think the Emirates... Okay. With any other team could be a cauldron. <laughs> okay, uh, but but I really think it's more on the style of play than the you know you obviously want that bowl shape, but you you, you don't necessarily want a team that's always winning. I think you want a bit of mongrel in that yeah. particular stadium, don't you? Okay,
0: I accept. I mean, we're, we have to be all or be on board with the shape factor you have to mm. have a cauldron shaped stadium to, for it to be a cauldron but can cauldrons charlie have been built in 2006 i can't i can't have a oh, what 15 you mean, you mean- year old cauldron
2: right <laughs> yeah. okay so they need to have a bit more history and and resonance yeah, to them
0: i think so i mean
2: there's just such a bias well isn't there? it's like eastern european state for like hostility mm. and intimidation and all of this sort of thing yeah. the that-
0: type of noise as well it's not even yeah. it's not even how vicious it is it's like just this wall of it's kind of this constant noise
2: yeah, you just don't get yeah. at
0: UK grounds because it's always like whimsical chanting.
2: So I don't know as well, like if it's the fact that you're in somewhere different and it feels a bit, and that feels like slightly more unsettling. I I don't know how many cauldrons I'd really think of in this mm. country.
0: Of course, in cauldrons, uh, we were talking about receptions earlier. Fish. Um, now I'm, I'm slightly confused here. Like when you see uh, a player who used to play for the form, used to play for the club, and they they would get what kind of reception Do they get, like an icy reception. You can get an icy reception. Hostile. You, you, well, you can't the get. The scale goes like an this: an you get icy, then maybe you might get a lukewarm reception, and then then the scale goes all the way up to red hot and then white hot. <sighs> so there's nothing in between.
2: You um, could get a warm you can get, reception.
0: Oh, okay. As yeah. yeah, got a warm that's reception, that, that's, all, that's all the middle, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah, icy, exactly. lukewarm, warm, red hot, white hot.
1: That's I feel all like the receptions icy, you can get. Isn't an icy reception though just being. I suppose it's being given the cold shoulder. Like,
0: ignore. Yeah, yeah. So they ignore you a bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Is that a worse? A bit of a boo. Is that worse if you're if you're a player who played for, you know, the opposition or, or, or you know, a rival and you're like, God, they don't even remember me?
0: Yeah, you might want a bit of record. Like, guys, yeah. I did. I, you wave I was at you for a bit. Walking in yeah. into the yeah. <laughs> motion before the game and you wave at whoever the staff member is behind the camera and they don't wave back. That would be an icy, icy reception when Sky Sports, in their little montage, notice that you get ignored as you come in. Um, Charlie Sam says, a cauldron is any stadium where a fan can hold a lit flare without looking like a bit of a div. So yeah, mm. pyro very much.
2: Uh, but again, I think of that more as a continental thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, you need a few flares to make it a red hot reception. Alex Hamonoterovish says, cauldrons need seated corners. And a seating gradient of over 45 degrees. Wow.
1: So that that tallies with, with my thoughts that the, the old, you know, if you looked up um, cauldron in a football dictionary, you'll have mm. a picture of the Bombonera, wouldn't you? Yeah. Steep. I mean, th- that, is, that is cauldron to me because it's got everything, because it's got the flares, it's got steepness, um, standing, but also. Mm the threat of something being thrown onto the pitch that isn't a traditional mm. coin or yeah. cut. Fans
0: right on top of you. <laughs> yeah. Pig's yeah. head. Uh, uh, how many tiers, Charlie, do you think we need? Minimum. Three? Three. Yeah. 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 So, I think- New Camp could be a cauldron in theory, but... It could, the,
2: yeah. I don't think it is, but yeah, it could be.
0: Yeah. But the little mini stadium next to it, not a cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> Despite being essentially the same shape.
2: The the burnabout or that little training ground where they played against Chelsea in the Champions League. Not a cauldron behind closed uh, doors.
0: A, a club and stadium close to your heart, Charlie. Um, the Hurricanes, the animated uh, team of the 1990s, played at the Hispanola, which is a huge boot-shaped stadium. Is that a cauldron? Well, that was terrifying for, for any number of
2: reasons. Um, but yes, probably, I mean, that could qualify as a cauldron, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the final word on this goes to Tom Victor he says it's only a cauldron if it comes from the Vicente Calderon region of Spain otherwise it's just sparkling intimidation very good very good indeed That that's top quality and, and yeah a lovely way to end that debate but yeah cauldrons are almost self-explanatory we, it's not up to us to, to describe them I think you, you know a cauldron when you see one
1: Brought to your ears by the Athletic. This is Football Cliches.
0: James, news from the world of computer games. This is actually the only aspect of FIFA twenty two I'm I'm actually quite interested in, which is the the non gameplay action. They've introduced what are known as cinematics and new scenes for the latest game. These include Team-specific warm-up sequences, dressing room moments, teams inspecting the pitch, which is, you know, I guess, wandering around before a FA Cup final, and ground the groundskeeper making last-minute preparation. In some ways, I'm quite impressed about how mundane they've gone here. This isn't spectacular stuff, but the groundkeeper's sort of sticking his fork in the pitch, really adding... To the reality of the Ultra game. Ultra
3: realism, isn't it? I think it's that's, good, that's quite nice. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you like. I think you want like um, to be able to simulate the conversations. You know the small talk that players have at the end of a game with like opponents... And I guess if you're not bashing the triangle button to hold your hand over your mouth, you're going to get in trouble with the (laughs) FA for something like misspeak or whatever. You want to
4: control. You actually want to be in charge of these elements as opposed to just watching them.
3: Yeah, exactly. International track and field vibes are just hammering the the triangle button to make sure you don't get, you know, like an FA charge. That would be great. Look, mini games.
4: So you can get to be the groundskeeper. You have to like move them around the pitch and pick the right bit to put the fork in,
0: turn the sprinklers on at the right time. Would play. Yeah, would play. And then in the end, you get your move to Real Madrid from Bournemouth or something like that and uh, get an athletic long read written about it. I
4: do like the idea of one of the groundskeepers in the Premier League being get getting the call up from EA Sports to like come in and do the motion <laughs> capture
3: <laughs>
0: with his fork. It's just, yeah, you need to get the forking technique right, because if anyone yeah. who knows anything about groundskeeping is playing the game, they're not going to be fooled. Absolutely. They? Elsewhere, Dave, in the game, they've introduced a nice little touch, which is if your team is underperforming in an important match, you may even see the crowd leaving early. That's kind of cool. That's... That is good. Fairly easy to produce, I imagine.
4: This is a real test of the people who make these games at EA Sports and like how prepared they are to really... Put their money where their mouth is here. Okay, so you say you're going to be, you know, realistic with these cinematic scenes and in-game sequences and stuff. Are you? If you get, if you're getting the fans walking out, then are the other end of this? St- the ground going to sing that we can see you sneaking out yeah. like go just go the whole hog and it's all too often they just sort of don't quite get it right really in those sort of things and people people like us who actually like football as more than we like computer games get annoyed by this stuff but obviously most people that play fifa just love playing the game and don't give a toss about the pitch markings or the, the stadium uh, scenes but why can't they go even further i If you select a Saturday lunchtime kickoff, it needs to be a sleepy atmosphere. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Also, like, could could you get like a sort of accident on the ring road and people are getting there late? Delayed kickoff. You have you have to wait fifteen minutes and you can't (laughs) skip. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's
0: not the pitch; it's the areas around the stadium that, that the snow is affecting. Anyway, we asked our listeners for some suggestions of more mundane situations in football that need to be accounted for in these sorts of games. Um, Dave, first one, this was from me, actually. I think they, um, I don't know if they've got this already, but they need... you allowed tough. to do that? Yes. To, just I listen, to... <laughs> I listen, technically. Um, I'd like to see the attacking substitute not really are paying attention to the laminated set-piece folder before they come mm. on in the 67th minute. That would be good. Feels yep. like a fairly easy one to animate. Um, maybe the shine yeah. of the laminated folder is hard to recreate. don't know. How many pixels no, I think
4: I think the PS5 should be able to handle a bit We're of good. lamination.
0: James, patch 27 quite like this one. Players putting their tracksuit tops in a bin bag held by the hurried kit man before they start. That's, that would be part of the kind of warm-up routine, I'd hope. Has that ever happened? Yeah, a what bin, bin bag? bag? Yeah, they're sort of, or they're sort of, sort of throwing not all like their big bibs right? and sure. stuff to so the guys have got the, to hold it on. Maybe, maybe the bin bag was inaccurate. So patch 27 do more research into your pre-match kit man routine but James you're not not on board with that
3: one yeah what you you mean like the kind of stadium jackets the anthem jacket things they'll wear when they come up and line out and yeah yeah yeah, I think that works yeah if you actually want to see them take them off though Mm. it's a good point actually I mean I've I've never actually I've never watched what they do with those jackets they never show us do they they Mm. want us to know do they the premier league actually and what happens to the what happens to the bitcoin or whatever or, or the lanyards that they shop at, or not lanyards always right. wondered what, what where do they go to, like the pennants pennants thank you yeah, where yeah. Do, what, who takes them
0: I don't know I'm auctioned off but I mean physically after, your... they've,
3: after they've exchanged them at the start of the game mm-hmm. where do they go after that are they like down the back of like the captain's shorts or whatever for the whole I mean yeah. I don't know where, <laughs> where do they go <laughs> Don't
0: know. Just a man. A man will come on and take them. Yeah, a man. A man comes <laughs> on and takes them. Anyway, the suggestions do get better from here, I promise. Dave Connor Garrett says FIFA twenty-two simply requires cinematics of fans heading to the toilets or for refreshments during injury time of the first half. Something mm-hmm. interesting happening on the pitch while they're en route, and them having to awkwardly find a temporary perch as to not miss it. Yep, I'm on, on board with that. Yeah.
4: Uh, I think an extension could be any game played at Wembley Stadium, a zoomed out camera angle with the Club Wembley seats mm-hmm. filtering back oh, in Oh, yeah, in that's, the that's, first good. that's minutes. Good the second
0: half as with many things like this we talked about this with films before i feel like there's an opening here for a consultancy role it's like i can think of a thousand tiny things that you can add to this game yeah really add but, but the cru- crucially
4: experience. crucially it, it's basically an exercise in making the game bigger more boring less appealing to the people that actually play it Good. <laughs> and more appealing to the very small handful of people like us who want to play like this
0: next up james josh dola Says FIFA 22 cinematics need to include the disgusting things players do, like spit or clear snot from their nose.
3: Yeah, oh, that's, that's a good. One. That
0: is true. That is good. You know, it's, it's 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 an unwelcome reality, but it is indeed a reality. Yeah, it's not the, the glisten 22. on a
3: yeah on a like a PS5. You can imagine that looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
0: I mean, maybe this is more of a football manager thing than
4: FIFA, because obviously you're in, you know, you you're in control of the players in FIFA all the time. But like, could could you like in a, insert some? Like one in a uh, one in a half a million event like where you get like an El Hadj Tooth moment and he spits on the player and he gets sent off. Like just really random things that only come up once for a handful of people who will ever get them. But that happened that's football. Sometimes mad stuff happens. A balloon, like a beachball. Yeah, beach ball, ball, yeah. Sunderland beach yeah. ball
0: moment. Yeah. I mean I, I do worry that there's an overarching things you don't like to see in football. <laughs> mentality there. They don't want to lose their licences and things like that. They don't want to sully their relationship with the governing bodies. Um, But yeah, spitting on a pitch, it's a reality. Let's have it. Maybe not at players though. It's the worst thing you can do to a fellow professional, digital or otherwise. Um, James, next up, Adi Dasler. WSAG says close-ups of supporters before kick-off who notice too late that they're on the big screen and start waving just as the camera moves off them. If this happens, FIFA will have reached peak real. Again, perfectly easy to engineer,
3: surely. Yeah, the, the, the slightly better version of that is like the dejected fan at the end of a game when their team is like losing 2-0 in injury time, like head in hands. Then suddenly they see they're on the screen and immediately like they're <laughs> delighted. Doesn't matter that the team has lost Incredible. this cup final. They're on yeah. a big screen in a stadium. So mm. now they're like waving like an absolute idiot. Such a fleeting moment. There's nothing you're ever going to remember for that as yeah, well. Yeah, there's no I don't really see seeing yourself yeah. on a big screen in this day and age. People see themselves on screens all the time now. I used to see it's myself instinct, on a screen right now. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's instincts. You don't know how you're gonna react till it happens. some of these are they're absolutely
4: spot on. Obviously, they're all things that happen in football and would add another layer of depth to, to FIFA. But the, like the previous example there, the crowd, it's like it would have to be a cutaway. They'd have to you'd have to take away from the match action. And I don't know if you're like me, but if you play it, I often just skip those things straight away anyway. I imagine 90% of people do. But one thing that could be good that would be part you'd see it as as the game was going on, like like we said, like the fans leaving. Could we have the stewards like it's a high-profile derby game or oh. end of season in career mode and you're expecting like a pitch invasion? The stewards yeah. walk
0: marching out on the 80th minute just to surround the pitch. Definitely, and getting their, yeah, getting their position. That feels like something they could have incorporated into sort of games in the early 90s. You know, like you know the the top down ones where you can see the, the stewards kind of filling out around the sides. That could have easily done. Sensible Soccer would have done that. They would have been clever enough, wry enough to include those. Um, I'm going to end on these two even more mundane notes. First of all, Ben St. Jenks, James says, FIFA 22 needs to include the bored-looking members of St. John's Ambulance, sat just off the edge of the dugout, plastic cups of tea in hand. Now, again, lovely touch, nice and mundane, needs to be included. Whenever I see them on the screen during a broadcast... All I think about is, do they support one of the teams? And, and because most of the time you see them, it's in a replay of, of a goal going in and, and the bench celebrating and you see them right in the corner. You think, oh, are they going to react? Are they allowed to react? Is it unprofessional to celebrate a goal if you're from the St John's Ambulance crew? Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's the same sort of principle as being a steward or whatever, right? I mean, presumably stewards are just as likely to support the team, the local team, given they presumably did locally. And they don't celebrate, do they? I don't think I've ever seen a steward celebrate a goal, but surely a lot of them must celebrate the club where they're working.
4: well te- the stewards are technically not allowed to watch the match. Yeah. rather, they're always watching the crowd and yeah, no, sort on. of happening behind them. Yeah, you see the odd one though. But the best, the best way to see that, or the, a good, a good way to, for it to be highlighted, because I think obviously normal situation, especially in this country, obviously, you know, there's not a lot of space between the goals and the stands, so you kind of they kind of get lost in the in the in the limbs as it were. But when you see a game, like if it's a Champions League or it's a broad and there's, a, there's a huge running track behind the goal and there's like, there, there's sort of loads of different people just in that area.
3: Stewards, photographers.
0: Undefined personnel. A lot
3: of them often, you see them celebrating. Like, if you look at like the, the Gaza goal from Euro 96 and I know, you know, this has been a thing that's been talked about a lot over the last few months and forgive me if you're Scottish. Fine. But if you watch that, there's like 50, 60 people behind yeah, the goal. who are they?
0: No idea who they yeah. are. Maybe sort of half-time entertainment people. They were going to unfurl something at mm. half-time. In which case, that role presumably doesn't require great deal of impartiality, so you're probably allowed to celebrate. Um, Military band members, yeah, probably, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I want to end on this last one, possibly the most evocative of all in a, in a, in a low-key kind of way, Dave. Nifty Palms says, footage of two people standing next to each other at halftime, not talking, one with a coffee stroke tea, the other with a, the other with a sausage roll doing a semi half assed dance to the music on at halftime, <laughs> preferably Republica ready to go. <laughs> Sensational yeah. detail there. It's very kind of um, <laughs> studio still talking about what Team X needs to do in the second half. Yeah. And it's just panning around yes it's
4: great it's great you're just keeping the blood flowing in yeah. a cold winter's afternoon
0: yeah Or <laughs> someone just doing a little bit of a jig but not quite Just the knees in the just sort of you know any kind of
4: you know you're stood up and you, you you don't want to sit down but you also don't want to stand up for 15 minutes in the second half if you're not going to go to the concourse so you just sort of lean against the seat sort of perch on the folded up seat so then, so the knees are just moving. I have to say,
0: on the uh, pitifully rare occasions that I go to games, James, at half time, if I do find my, myself, because I can never be bothered to go and get a beer and tea, I, I'm very much a st- nah, stay, yeah, yeah stay in my seat kind of guy, taking the uh, taking the you know the, the scene. But it, when I do stand up in my, from my seat in that scenario, and I just sort of look around, maybe I do indeed do the semi half-ass jig to the music. I can only think that I'm on camera at that moment. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera operator's got me. So I thought, oh what God, what would I do? Don't know. So always behave as if you are being watched at half time on Sky Sports, I think.
3: In life in general or just at half-time, yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: (laughs) Just go through life as if you are being picked up on camera at half time on Sky Sports. If you enjoyed that little snippet of football cliches, make sure to check out our extensive back catalogue of almost 250 episodes of the most niche and obscure football content that still makes perfect sense.
3: The Athletic.